0: challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times best-selling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you now about a trip that I've just taken to Eastern Europe, and I want to talk to you specifically about what I'm learning about sex trafficking. Obviously, this is a podcast for men, and obviously, I usually am giving encouraging things and practical teaching about manhood, but I, I have to talk to you about what I've been learning about this and about what I've experienced, because it's all about men. It's all about men. Uh, I'm the chairman of the board of an organization named Uncaged, which I have mentioned to you before. You can look it up online. Great organization founded by Kim Westfall, a dear friend of mine. She asked me to be on the board years ago, and I'm happy to do it. And I will probably spend the rest of my life uh, in the, with this organization. Uh, serving to help battle trafficking. The part of trafficking that we are committed to helping with, that we can can help with, is we're starting facilities around the world for, to help women, it's largely women who are trafficked, uh, to recover, to get out of it, to heal, uh, and to be taught skills and what have you and get them back in the marketplace. Because uh, what usually happens is you get women out of trafficking but then they don't have any skills. They, the place they feel most connected is within the trafficking world. And they, the recidivism rate's huge. More than half go back into trafficking. Well, before I just jump into the subject in the deep end, and I want to I want to give some specific things I've learned that relate to men. Let me just make sure that I've given you the broad picture first. There are about, this is loose now, different governments use different numbers, but there are about 48 million people who are trafficked worldwide. By trafficking, it means you're moving people from one place to another for the sake of selling them. Now, a small percentage of this, maybe 10, 15% is trafficking for labor but the majority, and by by the way, that involves more males, obviously, but the majority is trafficking of women for sexual purposes. And a massive amount of this is children. Now, I got to tell you, I have to watch my attitude here and be civil when it comes to the trafficking of children and the sexual abuse of children. But Keep in mind now, globally, about 48 million, you could say roughly 50 million people are being trafficked. The vast majority of that women, the vast majority of that for sex. And in Europe, the majority of that is in Romania. About 60% of the people trafficked in Europe are in Romania. Now, when you say, Stephen, what do you mean by trafficked? I mean every kind of thing, and most of it involves some kind of kidnapping. Um, you've heard of it happening here in the United States where um, a, a young girl is at the mall and somebody comes up and says she's pretty, and I work for a modeling agency and, and couldn't you, would, would you like to come with me and we'll take some pictures? And she ends up getting kidnapped, and before long they find out she's in the Middle East somewhere being trafficked. These are actual stories. Children are kidnapped. People are kidnapped overseas. Um, poor families literally in some countries sell their children. You you think I'm making this up? I'm not. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story in a minute of somebody who was sold for $40 by their parents. Um, It is a huge thing. And for many of us in the West, it seems so monstrous and so inhuman that we have a hard time getting our mind around it, but it's absolutely going on. And it is present in the United States. You know, my main airline is Delta. I don't have any financial connection to them, but I fly Delta everywhere. And they've got trafficking campaigns. They'll often make comments uh, on the planes at times. Um, I have watched Delta officials walk up to people who, you know, situations are a little suspicious, kind of a man who seemed to have a child with them and it didn't seem to quite fit and they've confronted that man. I'm, I'm glad for all of it. I'm perfectly happy for that to happen. If I should travel with a grandchild of mine, I don't have one right now, but if I one day have a grandchild, get on with it, Jonathan and Elizabeth. Uh, And I'm traveling and and somebody has a question, please come up and ask. I I want traffic and confront it. So the airlines are getting into it. Companies are getting into it. Travel companies are getting into it and beginning to understand what they're dealing with. All this to say that for the most part, this is the vile and immoral Trafficking of women for the service of men. And that's why it's important for me to talk about it in this podcast. But let me give you some specifics. Uh, I held in my arms a little girl uh, who is now six years old. She was sold by her parents um, in Romania. She was sold by her parents for $40. She was trafficked in Germany. Now this means if you understand how the EU works all this since we have a European Union. Once you get into one country, you basically are citizens of all. So if you're in Romania, you can easily go to other countries and hardly even be uh you know, not have your papers checked, but you have full access. So this girl was trafficked. In Germany now, I don't. I'm not going to get super graphic here. I, I want this podcast to be the kind of podcast that people can listen to of every age, and families can listen to. But it's but it's important for you to understand what was going on here. And I'll leave the details to you, parents, to talk to your children about if you want to. But I just said that I talked to this. I was with this little girl recently. She's six years old. She was sold by her parents when she was in her first year for forty dollars. And she was trafficked in Germany. So you can put that together in your mind and understand that she's being used for sex at the age of three or four or five. Okay. This is vile. This is disgusting. This is immoral. This is abuse. This is a sickness in the souls of those men. And so she was trafficked. And finally, a person who's a member of our team uh, was able to get her out. And now we've got her in a safe place. This is the kind of thing that uncaged is doing overseas. So there's that's that is an absolutely disgusting story, and don't think it's just an oddity that Stephen happens to know about. Uh, it's ha- it happens in the millions. There are millions of children being trafficked just like that, and of course that's vile because it has to do with a child. But there are also older women. I. Met with older women, women in their teens, women in their 20s, all of whom had been trafficked. Um, And it's the same story. They're sold, they're kidnapped, uh, they're stolen. Uh, they're used, they're worked on the street. Sometimes they're they're made to be mimes on the street. Sometimes they're held in brothels. Sometimes they're held in the back rooms of apartments or the basements of houses. Uh, sometimes they're actually dressed up and wa- made to walk the streets while somebody keeps an eye on them, all that kind of thing. You can imagine. But it's basically moving human beings around the world for the sake of trafficking, for the sake of sexual trafficking. And most of The customers, of course, are men. The vast majority are men. So if we're going to have a podcast here, we're going to talk about a noble man movement. We're going to have to realize that one of the great scourges that men are creating in our generation uh, is this scourge of trafficking. 50 million people worldwide. Imagine. And I'm not trying to inspire everybody with fear, but I want you just to ponder for a moment, your children, where they are right now, that they go to the mall, that they go to sport games, that they go to camps, they go to places, they maybe travel overseas. We want them to do all those things, but I want you to be aware that sometimes this is how these kids get involved in these things. This is how they're captured. This is how they're taken. And we've got to be aware. We've got to be on top of it. So men are creating a vile monster that threatens us all and all of those who descend from us. Let me tell you something else that really moved me while I was there. There's a man uh, there uh, in, in Eastern Europe uh, who used to be a trafficker, who, but who has become a Christian and has renounced it and now speaks against it. And he said that the traffickers used to focus on church girls, especially pastors' children, pastors' daughters. And he said the reason is that the church girls are pure, you understand what that means, virginal. Um, and he said, but their fathers are usually too busy to tell them they love them. He's speaking of pastors now, although he's also speaking of all uh, church men. I think, I don't think this generalization applies, but this was his experience. He said, and since they haven't been told they're loved, he said, if we will tell a church girl that she's pretty five times and perhaps give her a flower, we have her. I want you to think about what's going on there. Here's a girl in church who's in a situation where she's the whole idea of church is to worship a God who loves her, but the either the pastor is too busy or the or the church people are too busy, or something else is going on. They're not being loving. They're not pouring love into that girl's soul. She's growing up with a hole in her soul, so to speak. And so, if a trafficker can get close enough, and we know the traffickers work their way into church youth groups, we know that they work their way ways into. Uh, you you know, community centers and so on to get close to kids. If they can get close to her, tell her she's pretty five times. And then he said, these are his exact words. I, I assume he means them literally. And buy her a flower. In other words, give her gifts. Let's use it broadly. Give her gifts. Then they have her. And I want you to think about that. And think about the girls in your life. And think about the girls that you are, that you do love and that you are meant to love. And are, they being, are their souls being filled with the love you're meant to give them? Is your daughter, your wife, your nieces, are they, are they being loved as they should? Your female friends, to the extent that it's appropriate for you, are you loving them? This was a horrible thing for me to hear, horrible thing, because it means that, that, that there are girls who are the daughters of pastors who are vulnerable because they weren't loved well by their families, and they are, trust me, in the Middle East, in Asia, throughout Europe, throughout Africa, throughout South America, and they are being trafficked. They are being trafficked. They are being used for sex slaves. And yet at one point, they may have sat in church, primly dressed, beautifully dressed next to their mother while their father preached, or perhaps next to their father if he wasn't up on stage. Just ponder what that means for a minute. So we have a scourge of sex trafficking in our generation. We have a scourge of uh, also, to a minor extent, labor trafficking, but the majority of it is sex trafficking. And of course, it's men as customers who are making this thing happen. I want you to know about it. I want you to get educated about it. I want you to realize it's huge. I also, yeah, I'm not going to hide from the fact that it is a threat. It is a threat. It's a threat to those in your church. It's a threat to those in your synagogue. It's a threat to those you know. It's a threat to those in your family. It's a factor. It's a huge factor. And we are going to be dealing with it in our generation. What can you do to shut it down? I'll tell you one thing you can do. Stay off the porn. Stop buying porn. Stop buying nasty stuff. You shouldn't be in it anyway. But that kind of stuff funds these networks. Stay out of the strip clubs. Uh, Stay away from brothels. I mean, I I know it sounds fundamental for some of you. You're like, hey, we're not those kind of guys. But I want to say it out loud. Every dollar you've ever spent on porn has helped to fund this kind of stuff. There's just no question about it. And at the same time, make sure people are aware. Every church, every business, every organization needs to have a basic stand about trafficking. And to the extent that its business is connected, perhaps to travel or or, or to the possible movement or identification of, of traffickers, it needs to be involved. I know we can't solve this individually, but I need to raise the specter. I need to tell you there are good organizations like Uncage that are making a difference. I need to tell you that... This is going to be a scourge in our generation and that we can combat it. We can turn the tide, but we have to be aware of it. And we got to stop being unwilling to talk about troubling things. This is an uncomfortable truth. It's a hard thing to talk about. But when you've held a six-year-old who's been trafficked since she was about two, you aren't willing to maintain conventions so that this thing, this dark thing can hide. I don't want to just blast it out there. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be inappropriate. But I do want to talk about it because this is what great men do and this is one of the battles we have to fight in our generation to join the great man community or to book steven to speak at your men's event go to greatman.tv you'll learn about steven mansfield's two essential books for men mansfield's book of manly men and building your band of brothers as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.